and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nicky Big J. May the 4th be with you, Big J. Uh, yeah, may the 4th be with you as well. And also with you. Uh, today is Star Wars Day. And how are you celebrating, I ask you out loud, Big J? Well, let's see. Uh, over the weekend, I rewatched The Mandalorian. It's so good. The whole series? Yeah. Nice, it man. Long. Well, it, what, eight episodes? Yeah, it's only eight episodes. And they run about, what, 40 minutes a pop? Yep. Uh, and uh, was it as good the second time around? Better. 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 Look at this. Uh, are you getting, you wanted to get all ready for the uh, behind the scenes documentary? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. I love that commentary and just uh, how things get put together kind of stuff, though. I'm a nerd. But you don't like documentaries that much. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, usually documentaries are, um, you know, they're biased towards one side or another. Uh, so I don't look at them the same way as, as commentary on a, a movie. Well, you realize that this isn't commentary. This is a di- documentary about the making up. Sure, right? but I mean, it's very similar to the commentary. You've got all the people involved in creating it. Well, I, I think you're 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 can, you're assuming that when I say documentary, I mean uh, political or oh, storytelling yeah, yeah. things. I'm talking about actual nah, making no up movie documentaries. Nah, I have stuff. no problem with that at all. Last one you watched? Uh, doc documentary about a movie or a TV show that you've enjoyed? Um, well, I don't I don't know. Usually they're TV programs. So what? Yeah, I was watching uh, the uh, behind the scenes uh, on uh, Buddy versus Guy. <laughs> nice, Buddy. Buddy versus Duff. All day yesterday. <laughs> Wait, what? That's Wh- commentary. Which one is it? Not Guy. Buff. Buddy versus Duff. Buddy versus Buff. Buff Eggwell from the WCW. Don't start this way. It's gonna be a bad day for you, pal. <laughs> well, you're the one stumbling and bumbling. Yeah, it's, Not you're me. gonna be stumbling and bumbling but right out the door. Other than that, how was the weekend? It was great. Did you do anything? Did you get out as part of Phase 1? No. If this were the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we would be in the Iron Man, Thor, uh, Captain America, First Avenger phase. <laughs> and that would be just getting off the ground. And, I, you know, I, I as well, I had the uh, the boys this weekend, so it was just sticking and staying at home. It didn't really leave the house at all. Uh, and uh, and I think that's kind of the way it should be. I don't. Yeah, I don't plan on doing anything in particular except for the stuff we've been doing. Where, you know, going to the store once in a while and coming to work. Yeah, I did go to the store. I dropped the boys off last night, which I'll, we'll talk about a little bit later on in important stuff. But on top of that, today we have uh, two brand new challengers going at each other for cage match as we retired Mushroom Head last week. We also have ourselves uh, a little bit of contesting to do over the course of the program today. And of course, there's some Man of Monday's action going on as well. We'll do some important stuff too coming up in a few, but let's play some music for you this morning as your Monday gets started. It's Nine Inch Nails. It's closer on the morning after with Nick and Big J and the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Business is being done over the internet, Big J. Zoom calls, they're becoming eh, pretty much the norm for businesses these days. You've partaken in a couple of calls yourself, have you not? Sure. Have you selected a uh, background at all in the times that you've done it? Uh, no, but you can, especially today. There's Star Wars stuff available. All sorts of stuff. And so many users have the ability to change your background during the calls. And so what happened was they started looking at Google Trends data to determine what the most popular Zoom background photos were, Big J. And it probably shouldn't surprise you, it's just plain old countries that rule the top ten list. 
you can select by country as to or a uh, particular area hey, as look, to. Look, I'm in France. Right. I'm in Paris, France. Caribbean came in first place by a long shot. Oh yeah. On the beach, palm trees, that kind of thing. Australia second place, Vietnam, New Zealand, and Sweden tied for third. Philippines fourth, Canada and Brazil tied for fifth. Ireland sixth, India seventh, Portugal eighth, Spain ninth, United States tenth. The most popular background landscapes respectfully are safari, mountains, and cityscapes. And you gotta go way down on the list before you get into the nerdy or funny stuff. Mostly because that's usually a personal preference kind of a thing. As opposed to just a standard, overall, generic default one that you can use. So yes, you can get creative with your Zoom backgrounds, have a little bit of fun. But apparently most people just want to pretend they're on a beach. And I guess that's fine. Have you seen any creative ones on any of the calls that you've been on? I mean, has it no. been pretty standard? No, I mean, it's not. They haven't been in any business calls. It's just a family, and they don't know how to do that stuff. Oh, I see. <laughs> they haven't do- deep dove into the world of Zoom backgrounds yet. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, the NFL isn't planning to delay its season because of the pandemic, according to Brian McCarthy, who told ESPN the league will release its schedule uh, later on this week without any major changes, saying that we plan to start on time. This includes a September 10th opening date. And the Super Bowl on February 7th. McCarthy said if we have to make adjustments, we will be prepared to do so based on the medical experts and public health officials and government regulations. But as of right now, everything is as scheduled. They're thinking about Thursday or show, so the uh, schedule should be released. Uh, not that you don't already know who your team is playing. If you're a fan of a particular NFL team, you kind of know that already. Uh, but I guess the schedule, it, it, listen, it's news, which is what people need in the sports right. world currently. They need some sort of news, for goodness sake. Uh, Rage Against the Machine has announced the rescheduled dates for its previously announced tour. They had to postpone all of its 2020 shows because of the coronavirus. Now has moved the dates to 2021. The trek will now kick off June 3rd, 2021 in El Paso, Texas. Ending more than two months later, August 20th in Cleveland. All the tickets from the original dates will be honored. So if you had tickets to the shows, you're still good to go. Uh, those that affect us, probably either the Portland date or the Tacoma date. If you were going to road trip it to Rage, you're probably going to one of those two. And those will be June 15th in Portland, June 17th in Tacoma of next year for the Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels dates that are going to be happening. So a full year of postponement. Uh, which sucks, but the good news is if you have your tickets, you're good to go. You don't have to worry about anything else. So you will do what you're told, I guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Embarrassing for you. Man Up Mondays on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and uh, Nick, over this weekend, we had a, a, a near-emergency situation. Toilet backed up again. No, 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 no. Uh, not quite that severe, but uh, <laughs> uh, we are, uh, and I had talked a little bit about this last night on the uh, the weekend show, in that uh, very fortunate, this is a first world problem, but we have, like a lot of Americans, probably two fridges, one uh, inside and one outside in the garage. Yes. And uh, so, you know, usually the one outside in the garage is an older fridge that, you know, you have... Uh, Moved out there and you got sent out the pasture. Yes. yes. Uh, so Friday, uh, Saturday night, uh, the light went out 
in in the fridge. And so, you know, your first thought is, oh boy, it's just a light. Hopefully, you know, we'll see if it cools down or not. And so wake up in the morning and go out there and everything seemed pretty cold. So I was like, okay, we're all right. And then about a couple, a couple hours later, the wife goes out, hey, it's not working. Things are melting in the freezer. And I'm like, oh no. Immediately, okay, the wife and the oldest start planning the new fridge. They're they're gonna buy a new fridge, uh, and and I'm like great. And so I measure. What's in the garage fridge? Oh man, it's it's loaded. It with, is okay. Yeah, beverages and and in the freezer, a bunch of frozen food that we just bought. And uh, so we were gonna pack up everything and take it over to the in-laws. Uh, and so they're all doing that. And, and you know, this is Sunday morning-ish time, and I'm just like trying not to do a lot. I'm you know doing some drinking some coffee, and and I'm like fine, I better get dressed and do stuff and i'm like before you guys get crazy let me make sure it's the fridge and not something else so i go and i move the fridge out and i go to check the plugs who plugged in uh something else and you know what it's not the fridge the so, yeah the outlet isn't working and so we had to trip it's not a tr- broken trip breaker it's one of those uh the outlet needs to be reset sure. from another outlet in the garage and then boom it comes back on Beautiful. Saved a day. Good job. And probably 800 bucks in the process. Oh, no. We were looking at something much nicer than that. Oh, then uh, $1,400. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So, well done. And I think there was a brief conversation to continue just to buy the new fridge. And I'm like, no, hold on. Were you like uh, planning on like moving the fridge that was in your kitchen out to this? Yeah, and getting yeah. Because for the- here's what has happened, and and this is uh, and I've complained to you about this before, <laughs> is that the fridge in our kitchen is is a, an older fridge as well, and um, you know it currently does not no longer makes ice, uh, and that's a big deal for us. We we go through a lot of ice. I'm an ice guy. I like it cold, everything cold when I drink it except for my coffee. So uh, we've been we've been taking bags of ice and putting it into the ice maker and and pretending that. That we're still fancy mm-hmm. uh, because we do go through so much ice. Like ice trays would not work for us, right? And uh, and so it's been broken. And it'd be nice to be able to get back in there and have an ice maker again and, and stuff that works. And this is all part of the plan that we're going to replace some of the appliances down the road here in the next year. Of course, well we were before the <laughs> pandemic happened. Uh, we'll see how that turns out in the next couple months. But yeah, I felt like I, I did something relatively good yeah you press the reset button also save some money yeah also made the decision nick and this is going to happen and you'll probably hear about it at some later date in a disaster that we are going to make and this also derailed some of the plans uh we're going to make the purchase we're going to get electric lawnmower uh because i'm going to start mowing the lawn oh look at this congratulations for exercise congratulations at the very least good job big jet Morning after with Nick and I'm becoming PJ, a man I at guess. 43. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. As if the world didn't have enough nightmare fuel, Big J. Everybody wants to know what's the Big J take on murder hornets. Go. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen any, so I, uh, you know, listen, I'm not a fan of them because they murder. Now, this is a very mostly controversial stance. Mostly because they murder honeybees' habitat. Correct. And we need those little guys. But, I mean, you're, you are you rarely take a stand, but you're very much coming out against murder hornets. Yeah, I'm against, I'm against murder hornets. <laughs> uh, the gigantic Asian giant hornets, they are dubbed murder hornets, have appeared in the United States for the very first time. 
Uh, they were spotted in Washington not too long ago, in December as a matter of fact. They've also been seen in British Columbia and Canada last fall. They're about two inches long, and they are the world's largest species of hornets. Now, they're really not any different than any other hornets other than they're gigantic. You understand? Yeah. Uh, they still do what regular hornets do, which are basically just be jerks. You know? Uh, they aren't aggressive towards people usually, but if they do get into a situation where they feel like they're protecting themselves or they want to do some damage, they can. They can kill humans in rare circumstances. It's not exactly known how they arrived in the United States, but Big J, they do have wings. So maybe they flew here, maybe they were shipped here on uh, in some crate uh, by accident. Or maybe, Big J, they were just built in a lab and sent here. You never really know. But they're here. An invasive species. Yeah. So watch out for murder hornets. Watch out for all hornets at the end of the day. Yellow jackets, hornets, wasps, all. The Charlotte hornets. Bad news. Yeah, also bad news. Michael Jordan will tell you. Bad idea. And so, stay away if you can. Uh, not that anybody, any of them have been spotted in Idaho, but it's just another thing to freak out about. And it's not like they're... <laughs> Remember, remember, like the swarms of killer bees that was happening like ten years ago, where was like it, it seemed like sooner than that. It might have been, but it was a while ago. But like you could see, like they were mapping them out and stuff. It's not like that, where like there's just a bunch of them and they're just you know decimating towns and villages <laughs> on their way to wherever they're headed. Like uh, the bees. Is that, is that a horror movie? I'm the sure. Deadly bees. The deadly bees. It's not like that at all. Uh, but just so you know, they do exist. They are a thing, and Big J is very much against it. So down with the murder hornets. Especially when a wasp recently tried to take my dog out. Was it a wasp you found out? Oh, or maybe it was a bee. It was a bee. Okay. Um, but yeah. Not a murder bee, to be clear. Not that we're aware of. Okay. As God is my witness, Big J, I have no idea what the Dallas Cowboys are doing. No. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. What are they che- doing? It's cheap. I mean, seven million dollars is not cheap. Well, first of all, not that's with defense. He's got to get on the field to get those. But still. one million dollars for backup QB these days is pretty good. And that light a fire under Dak Prescott, be like, hey, maybe you don't even want to think about holding out, pal. Right. Uh, listen, if Andy Dalton is scaring Dak Prescott, you have bigger issues than that on your team. But I will say this: their the, stats are very similar, by the way. The Cowboys so, need defensive help. Is my point. They don't need a quarterback, but that's what they have. Uh, Andy Dalton has signed a one-year deal with the Cowboys. He will back up Dak Prescott. Of course, Andy Dalton, it makes sense, though, at the end of the day, because he did go to TCU, you know, and it's not that Dallas is too far away from Fort Worth. I find it ironic, because who's the offensive coordinator? The guy that beat Andy Dalton in the 2010 Fiesta Bowl. That's right. Uh, And if all goes well, Andy Dalton will not see the field at all this year, but who knows what's going to happen in the world of football, but he is now a Dallas Cowboy. Did you watch the Metallica acoustic version of Black and Big J that yes. performed online? Super cool. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, good. All four uh, musicians performed separately in their homes. The split screen video was posted to the band's social media on Friday. It was accompanied by a message from the group that said, here's a little something we cooked up over the last few days. Hope you're all safe and sound. Have a good weekend. Lars said in an interview last week it was possible the band could get together to write and record a new album while in quarantine, but they worked on this, at least last week. 
James Hetfield told us a while back that writing uh, uh, new music has always been kind of what he described as a bonding experience for the group. You sit there and you write something together and you go, ah, we belong together. This is right. We can still create magic together. So it's very bonding before we go out onto the stage, too. The band had to postpone a South American tour from April to December. Because of the coronavirus, uh, the four out of the five Denny Wimmer Presents produced festivals that were going to happen here in the States also have been canceled. So it's very realistic that there's not going to be any live Metallica outside of what's going on on the internet for 2020. Oh, man. And that's just the way. Oh, well, listen, it could be uh, for pretty much any band, uh, depending on the yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Rage Against the Machine rescheduling their concerts for 2020 or 2021 is a pretty big hint that that might be the case for a lot of bands. Especially for the big ones. You're absolutely right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are going to Huntersville, North Carolina for today's We're Going to Hell story. And uh, there we are going to meet a man named Brian Walsh. Brian Walsh has been a homeowner in Huntersville, North Carolina for the past seven years. And he lives on... What he calls a fairly busy street, or whatever passes for a busy street in Huntersville, North Carolina. I can't speak to that. Huntersville seems like a small town to me, but I guess a busy street is all relative, correct, Big J? Sure. Uh, and of course... Could be the only street. <laughs> you may be right. And he, uh, as a homeowner, is responsible for doing his own damn yard work. You understand? Yeah. He's got to mow his lawn. He, got, he likes to take care of it. He's got a little bit of a green thumb, he says. And so uh, he was going out and doing some lawn work this weekend. And he said, you know what? It's not, it's not going to say it's it's incredibly rare, but from time to time, you know, there'll be some debris on his front lawn from, you know, things that have happened on the street or people that have thrown stuff out the window or whatever the case may be. We've all had a situation where garbage has flown into our front yard or yard period. And we've had to deal with it. So he really wasn't that you know, I guess shocked when he saw that there was a black hose in his front yard. He was like, oh, maybe it was a belt that fell off of something or somebody chucked a, a hose off of their car or whatever the case may be. So he went out to uh, dispose of it, Big J. Do you know where this is going? Yeah, I think so. What do you think? Right in the garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, as he got up on the black hose on his lawn he realized as he touched it and picked it up my god that's not a hose at all big j it's a gigantic six foot long snake no he thought was a black garden hose or some sort of belt that had fallen off a car no not at all uh it was a gigantic large black snake and it was very much alive big j probably didn't appreciate it very much angry uh walsh told the charlotte observer quote the sheer size of it You've heard that before. At first, it completely caught me off guard, not going to lie, terrified. Walsh's wife, after she was done screaming bloody murder, posted a photo of the serpent on a uh, Facebook group called Snake Identification. Did you know that existed? No. Uh, they did find out that the uh, the six-foot animal was an eastern wrasse snake, Big J, a non-venomous species. So even if it did attack him, he wouldn't have died. My God. Brian said that, you know, this is North Carolina. We've had some snakes before. We've come across some rat snakes, but never this large. The Walshes say that while rat snakes have been known to bite, they're not considered dangerous to humans. They decided to allow the snake to remain on their property because rat snakes are known to help control pests and rodents and other snakes. So they're like, hey, this is now your home, bro. 
They didn't even call animal control or anything. He just kind of let the snake be. That snake could end up in his toilet one day. For all he knows. How would that backfire on you? He says, quote, it's harmless. It helps keep mice and other undesirables at bay. And it's clearly been around a long time, so it must keep its distance most of the time. So they decided to remain friendly with the snake. I'm guessing that is not the route you would have taken. No. Had you found a gigantic six-foot snake in your front yard. Listen, chances are I wouldn't have found it. Somebody else would have, and I could have heard the screams, and I would have been ordered to murder it. Well, not if you're going to be doing your lawn work. You're going to be coming across all the snakes now. It's true. Something you got to be prepared for, mentally and physically. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Watch out for snakes. It is the x Rock. Nirvana, it is Breed on 100.3, the X-Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Odds are, if you're on social media, you've heard of this company before. I was actually kind of surprised how long it took Big J to get acquainted with it, but judging by your Instagram, Big J, this weekend, I do not any longer have to try to introduce you to a brand called Liquid Death, do I? Oh, no. Uh, did uh, did your order Liquid come in? Liquid Death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your thoughts on it? It's lethal. But is it any good? It's water. Right, right, right. But did you like it? I mean, there's you, you have told me before that, that although you failed uh, miserably on the taste test that we did a while back, uh, you did uh, say that there was a difference between water that you could tell. Yeah, um, it, it's different drinking from a can. Good or I, bad, I, different? Uh, I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. Okay. How many cases did you but, order again? Well, what difference does it make? I mean, I'm going to drink water from a can. That's just the way it is. I'm trying right. to reduce the waste. Because you, you you purchased it. Yeah. But it may, but And that's the big sell behind Liquid Death is it comes in a recyclable can. That right. Is if I could recyclable. get the water in a can that isn't seltzered or carbonated uh, for a little cheaper, <laughs> I would do that. But, you know, <laughs> this popped up and I thought, hey, why not try it? So, uh, and so uh, the big thing about their their brand, of course, is their branding. It's uh, it, it's kind of satire, and it's also a lot of fun. Yeah, it's very fun. They're going to murder you with with water. That's the idea. Uh, not literally, of course, but uh, they also have done something fairly interesting. Have you seen that they have produced a metal album? No, no. Really? Yes, a, a legitimate and fun and good metal album. That was just released for free that you can listen to. It is called Liquid Death's Greatest Hits, and it's got 10 angry songs. And what they did was they took <laughs> the the biggest and most, I guess, liked or disliked hate comments that came on their ads and turned them into angry metal songs. Oh, that's genius. And so uh, some of their titles include Reconsider Your Life Choices, Fire Your Marketing Guy, Dumbest Name Ever for Water, and This Crap is Pure Evil. The album's vocals are from Torrin Ridgeway and Jim Malone of the band Arsis. The production crew is Rios and Matt LaPlante. Both of them worked on the recent uh, Nonpoint and Skindred albums. And uh, you can also uh, find and listen to the album on their website. And it's got some, I mean, the, the lyrics for it are funny. Uh, like, for instance, uh, one is called, <laughs> uh, this, let's, let's do the lyrics for Get Slaughtered on Shark Tank, right? So the lyrics are, so you're expecting us to ingest something that's labeled liquid death. I wish these owners would go on Shark Tank. 
just so I can see them get slaughtered for naming their water Liquid Death. And it's just a metal song. And it's fun. That's hilarious. And so they basically took the hating comments of the internet and turned it into a metal album. Uh, and so if you like that stuff or you like angry uh, commenters, or you can check it all out. And they're also uh, releasing it, what they're calling their greatest hates on vinyl. Because Liquid Death does not F around, they say. Nor should they. So if you are unfamiliar or you just want some free metal music uh, of internet haters turned to metal, you can check it out on the Liquid Death website. It is available now to stream. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some more important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We've talked about this several times here on the show during... The stay-at-home order and the quarantine. You know what America's been doing? A lot of drinking, my friend. And so it's probably not much of a surprise that as they start to dig deeper into what's being drunk, if you will, analysis firm InMarket has data showing that the highest increase in beer sales are those beers that are a little bit more affordable, my friend. Huh. Bush Light, Miller Light, Natty Light. Those are through the roof with their beer sales. Between March 1st and April 17th, there was a 44% sales increase in Bush Light alone. Between 14 and 17% of Miller Light, Michelob Ultra, Natty Light. And in general, alcohol sales have increased during quarantine, but none higher than the cheap beer. Why, Big J? We're all bowling on a budget these days, bro. Oh, yeah, I bet. I mean, alcoholic beverages sales are up 55% in the last two months. But we also have a little bit less money to spend, so we're going cheap and we're going hard. Is what's happening. And that reminded me of uh, going to the store last night. I had to pop in, and I was looking around, and the beer aisle was decimated. <laughs> it was it was like 7 o'clock on a Sunday night, and it was decimated. Damn. I was like, whoa, man. And, and this is not like any slouch beer aisle either. It was a long one. And I was like, man, pickings are slim for people that wanted to come here for beer. Look out. In general, sales for spirits like tequila and gin have jumped up the most. Uh, wine sales have also risen 66%. So we're just drinking in general. But we like the cheap stuff, bro. Give us that cheap stuff. So you can drink more of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it takes more probably to get hammered, too. But you can certainly drink more of it and get more for your buck as well. Did you watch any of the four-and-a-half-hour Triple Crown Virtual Kentucky Derby, Big J? No. Didn't even know about it. Uh, well, we talked about it on Fridays. So yeah, I don't sucks. pay attention. That's Especially on a Friday. That is very clear, actually. Uh, it, was, uh, it was run between all the 12 Triple Crown winners, and it was the equivalent. Remember that horse racing game they had at Dave & Buster's over there in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's by the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, the 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 punch things. Well, it's, it's yeah, exactly. You have a car where you can create your own racehorse and it can race. It was the equivalent of watching that on a national oh, network. Man. Uh, but it probably shouldn't surprise anybody that number one, you could gamble on it if you really wanted to, you degenerates. And number two, that secretariat who won the triple crown in 1973 and probably if there was any horse that you asked some rando on the street to name that would be the only one they could name was the one that ended up winning the actual race uh, 1948 champion citation was second 1977 triple crown winner seattle slew 
came in third. And so that was your virtual Kentucky Derby. Now, the original Derby, the real Derby, is still set for September 5th. So we'll see if that actually goes on. But that's what they have scheduled it for. Ozzy Osbourne's son Jack says the family has been in discussions for a possible revival of the reality show The Osbournes, Big J. Ooh. He told Variety, quote, I would be lying to say the conversations haven't been coming up recently. I think it's nostalgia. I think it's a hot-button issue right now. The only thing I struggle with is we don't all live together anymore. The one thought I've had is, why don't we all just move in together for a couple months? It's 20 years later, and we're all moving into the same house together. And he said that, uh, listen, uh, somebody's going to have to pay a lot of money for the Osbournes to return on the TV, but uh, he thinks it would be a monstrous return. Ozzy told us a while back that even though it really did catapult him back into superstardom in the 90s, he has never been able to watch the show The Osbournes on TV. I still can't watch it. It's like a window in my past, and it's a really weird thing, because we just go around and we, we, we forget what uh, how our behavior was yesterday. I have a constant reminder, and there's hours and hours of reels and reels of film. There's, there's enough stuff there to do a thousand more shows, you know. The Osbournes ran from 2002 to 2005, was the highest rated original program in MTV's history. It followed the lives of Ozzy, his wife Sharon, Jack, and Kelly. Uh, they left their oldest daughter out of it because she didn't want to be featured in the show. But it followed his health issues, his substance abuse. And listen, I, I mean, he's also got or had, I don't know if it's still new, but he and his son Jack had that History Channel show where yeah. he was going around America, going to different things and checking that stuff out. But, like, I mean, with Ozzy, you know, seeking treatment, can't we just let him, like, live? Yeah, can we not watch him die? Right. Can't that we would just, be great. I mean... You know, he doesn't have to be on TV all the time. I know that, like, everybody around him wants him to be on TV all the time, but can he just, like, chill for a bit? I love the guy. Let him be him. But Mayday. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown in moments. Out. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and uh, Pop Culture Smackdown today, May the 4th, be with you, will be Star Wars, and we have for you a uh, super awesome CD from the band Trivium, which we will hook you up with when the dead men, or what the dead men say, I should say. Huh? Hmm? What? We'll give you something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 208-287-1003. Big J says, don't worry about your prize, but it is Star Wars trivia. So it may be easy or difficult for you. If you had to gauge these questions, where would you say they are? Are they like would you know these all off the top of your head? I would say these are pretty easy. Okay. There's one tough one and it's for you. Great. But it's at the end. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Brett. All right, Brett. Good luck to you. Yeah, I hope you know your Star Wars, Brett. Who owned <laughs> the Millennium Falcon before Han Solo? Um, Lando. Lando Calrissian. Yep. Uh, Nick, who is Darth Maul's master? Who is Darth Maul's master? Oh. Uh, is uh, it? Oh no. Darth Sidious, Darth Vader, or Count Dooku? Um, I'm gonna say Count Dooku. No. Darth Sidious. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know much about Darth Maul. I didn't watch the Clone Wars, and all I know is the, the quick... I only saw uh, Solo once because that was plenty, and so I didn't uh, dive deep into the Darth Maul character. It's not one of my stronger suits. Uh, I can know some of the other stuff, but was uh, it was uh, Darth Sidious ever featured on film? 
Yeah. Who is Darcidius? Palpatine. Uh, uh, what? He was Darcidius. Oh, same person? Yes. So if I would have said Palpatine, I would have got that right? Yeah. Oh. That sucks. Would have taken me a second. Congratulations. Uh, you got yourself uh, whatever Big here's, J said the prize the, was. Here's the question. The, what the dead men say. You know this prize was trying to tell everybody what we were going to give them. Uh, only two X-Wing pilots survived the attack on the Death Star. Do you know who they were? Uh, well, one would be Luke, right? Luke Skywalker. And the other would be... Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Who. Wedge Antilles. Wedge. Oh, yeah. You asked me that and I couldn't remember his name before. I could not remember his name before. Good old Wedge. Uh, congratulations there, Brett. Hang on one second. We'll get you that Trivium CD for sure. We will also do a run of headlines. That is happening next on the X-Rock. <laughs> headlines brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru and their awesome website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's where you can get started on your next newer used car adventure. They got the Fresh Start credit check button right there, bro. You got a chance to schedule yourself a test drive out of wherever you are. They'll bring it to you. And their inventory is always being updated to payment calculated to two. So whether you want a brand new Mazda, brand new Subaru, or a used car, check out GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Headlines are as follows. For the Swarm, help wanted or calm down, bro? Uh, let's go for the Swarm. A reference to? Um, oh, man. Iron Man 3? No, it's Avatar. Name the Avatar song. Oh, yeah. Uh, this had to be a lot of bees. Kelly Harpett of Gilbert, Arizona, says her security camera recently gave her dozens of alerts overnight about somebody at her front door. When she investigated, she found there was no intruder, but rather thousands upon thousands of bees swarming. She says the bees must have chosen her porch as their new swarming spot, and so there's so many of them in that one area, it looks like a bad paint job with texture, according to her. She said her camera also captured the moment a surprise FedEx driver dropped off a package and sprinted for safety when he spotted the bees. Harper said she has contacted a bee sweeper or a beekeeper who has removed the swarm from her house. And not sure why it happened, but they're no longer there. So thank goodness for that. But I mean, it had to be a ton if there's a motion sensor stuff being set off kid. by your security alert system. So I'm glad everybody's safe. Help wanted or calm down, bro. Calm down, bro. Some people need to relax. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department responded to an incident on April 25th in which an Amazon driver reported that an a resident had come out of his home and opened fire on him as he was making a delivery. Damn. Soon after, 911 dispatch got another call from a man claiming that he had been shot at and possibly struck, a burglar pretending to be an Amazon driver at the same location. Upon arrival, police spoke to the driver who explained, Listen, I legitimately work for Amazon. I was making a delivery to this dude that had to be complete before midnight when all of a sudden the guy came out with a flashlight, followed him back to his vehicle after making the delivery. He added he was wearing his Amazon reflective vest and told the man what he was doing. He climbed back into his vehicle and when he made a turn out of the cul-de-sac, his car was struck by multiple bullets. The driver himself was not uh, struck or injured. The shooter, however, Austin Latanya, told police he did not believe that the driver actually worked for Amazon, despite seeing his identification and having the package delivered to his residence. Latanya was arrested on several charges, including attempted murder. Big J. Damn. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, you can't just fire upon somebody that's leaving your cul-de-sac. Especially once they're leaving. What good does it do then? They dropped something off. They're not trying to rob you. Well, not only that, but also he confronted him and talked to the guy. Like, what? I mean, what? What more do you want? 
I'm not taking anything. I, in fact, dropped something off for you. Here's my vest. Here's my identification. Here's my very clearly printed Amazon truck, and I'm out. Pew, 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 pew. <clears throat> Idiot. Wrap it up with help wanted. Apparently, eels have short memories, Big J. And Tokyo's Serata Aquarium posted online recently they're seeking locals to partake in a face-showing festival for their spotted garden eels. The aquarium posted, quote, Could you show your face to a garden eel from your home? They don't see humans except keepers, and they have started forgetting what humans look like. The Guardian explains that this species of eel is naturally wary, but the ones that the museum have gotten so used to people that they don't often duck into sand when visitors approach the tank. But since the beginning of March, the aquarium has been closed due to the pandemic, so all these eels are just burying themselves in the sand, and they're not eating. And it's so like, It's like Dory. So they're making it difficult for them to keep an eye on their health and other things. So for a few days, staff will set up some tablets in front of the tank with eels' views so that people who are interested can call in on their iPhones that's, and peer in. That's not going to work. It's like when you show your pet, you know, like you, 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 maybe you're on a trip or something and your pet misses you and your uh, your wife FaceTimes. And they don't care. They don't get it. They don't, they don't notice that's a person. Well, but the other the difference is, you know, your pet has contact with you. You don't have contact with these eels. Usually. Yeah, but I don't think an eel is like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a person. All right. I trust you more than I trust the aquarium, Big J. Thank right. you. It's about time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Validation. There's your headlines. Cage match on the way. One more week of that before it uh, goes back to nights with Randy. But we are going to... Enjoy that week as we got two new challengers. That's coming up. First, a final check at X Workforce Traffic. It's brought to you by Candu and Showers Insurance CB. There's a crash at Meridian Southbound Linder before Eustick Road and both. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Hey, Nick, should we give away one of these? Yeah, dude, why not? Yeah, we just got in something really awesome from our friends at blacktshirt.com. Uh, we've got some X masks for you to wear to keep everybody around you safe and comfortable. First edition, hot yeah. off the presses of the X mask that you can wear around town if you want, and for you and the safety of Custom others around built, you. built for your face. That's right. 208-287-1003 is the phone number you need to call if you'd like to play for this prize. It is for bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, an X face mask could be yours. If the price is right. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. Into the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning, boys. How you doing? We're hanging in there, man. How about you? Ah, doing good. Doing good. Beautiful. Big J, fire away. Rocky's retired. Rambo went home. Who else can I dig up? I don't know. Who else could Sly dig up? Is that your... That's Stallone. Your Stallone. Sly, Sly Stallone. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it's correct. All right, good job, man. Hang on one Woo! second. We'll get you that. He's excited for the face mask. Hang on. We'll get you that X mask uh, headed out to you. Well, we're clues two and three for fun. Yo, Adrian. And? I don't know. Oh. Uh, why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? Uh, so he's been, uh, you know, he's been doing some stuff on uh, the old uh, Instagram. It's his favorite platform of choice, Nick. Uh -huh. And so he was doing a Q&A session and somebody <laughs> asked him, uh, they brought up the fact that uh, Demolition Man never got a sequel. And he dropped some some huge news, man. He said uh, that uh, that they actually are working on a sequel. I think it's coming. We're working on it right now with Warner Brothers, and it's looking fantastic. So that should come out. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. 
So we're gonna have a Demolition Man too. And, and I mean, when you look at the original Demolition Man set in the way in the future, which we're in now. Yeah. I don't remember the exact years. Me either. But uh, you know, physical contact was frowned upon. Correct. Uh, there's only one restaurant. That restaurant was Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. You wiped your ass with she, she, uh, seashells. Yeah, it was just a weird time. And you know what? That's kind of lived up to what's going on here. We don't have the flying cars and or the murder some, death kills. Yeah, the murder death kills. Those sort of things, uh, or the uh, the um, the freezing in time kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah. But a lot of that stuff it, right now, especially with the pandemic, is is very relevant. So uh, hard to see where this would go. But I mean, him and Wesley are so old. Yes, that's true. Well, I mean, doesn't Wesley die at the end? Probably, but why? I mean, listen, they could have put them back together. Well, he would just have to hunt another person. I think is how they would remedy that. I don't think we would want to see him. In, and what was uh, what was Wesley Snipes' name? The character name in that movie? Oh, it man. was something wonderful, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, but I'm sure that they could get Sandy Bullock to, to pop back up, right? It, yeah, I don't know. She that's something she's interested in doing. Maybe. I mean, what has she done lately? Right. Well, I don't There's that. Know. She's raising a kid. And uh, and so well, I'm not saying she's not busy, but I'm saying that she's certainly got. If the gig is there, why not? Uh, Simon Phoenix Simon was Phoenix. Wesley Snipes' character, and uh, Sylvester Stallone was John Spartan. I'll be honest with you. It's been a long time since I've seen Demolition. I remember really enjoying it, and that yeah. was kind of like when Stallone was hit and miss for a while. It was and that really was... panned at the box office. Yeah. and uh, well, It was probably the okay at the box office, but critics hated it. Uh, you got Dennis Leary in there God, as well. That's right. He was a captain, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Jack I... Black. He is? Jack Black is in it. He's got to be in it for like a second. Yeah, but you know, as, as it says here, Jack Black has Wasteland Scarp. Scrop. There you Whatever go. that means. Scrap, maybe? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's Scrap, your bad right. <laughs> Scarp. We'll wrap up the show yeah, here. Reading multiple things. Next to the X Rock. Allison Chains, Heaven Beside You. That's going to wrap up the morning after with Nicky Big J on this Monday morning, the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you. A lot of Star Wars talk today. That felt good, Big J. Yeah. Lots of murder hornets talk today. Also, not so good. But we found out that you're against them, which is very good to know. Also found out that you were able to fix a uh, refrigerator outlet, which is great. Uh, while drinking some liquid death water this weekend. And just having a good old time. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very pop culture-y this, this weekend. Just finger on the pulse, as he's always has been. But please declare a winner for the cage match today. Oh, five-finger death punch, sir. Five-finger death punch is your new champion on cage match. They will go on to take on another song tomorrow morning and look for win number two. Reminder, last week of Cage Match, happy to say Randy back on the radio tonight. He will take over the Rifle Throne uh, next week and take back over Cage Match. We were just keeping it warm for him anyway, which is good. How are you going to celebrate the rest of May the 4th, Big J? Uh, a little bit of work uh, and then and then home. Go, go watch some uh, Disney+. Plus. Mandalorian uh, documentary it up? Yep. All right, everybody, enjoy Star Wars Day. Hopefully it's a good one for you as well. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's EX Rock.